Welcome to the Big Fat Gay Podcast, where we talk about the things that are weighing on our minds. We're all in the same room. Yay! <laughs> Which is very weird. Um, I'm Trevor Kizan. I'm a super chub, and I'm sitting... <laughs> Next to, to Michael. <laughs> Why, that's me. My name is Michael. I'm a chaser, and uh, holy crap, I'm sitting next to Don. <laughs> oh my God, that's me. Hi, my name's Don Marshall. I'm a big chubby guy living in sunny Hollywood, and today I am sitting next to Dan. Why, hello, I'm Dan Oliverio, chubby chaser, public speaker, author, and I am sitting in their midst. Whoa. Whoa. Amongst oh, them. Oh my God. This is so strange. <laughs> Whilst we record. Can I say it's the first time in over a year that I got to hear the theme song before we started talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like we're doing this for the first time. All it's real. Again. It's really good. Like a the virgin. Very first time. <laughs> um, Dan's over there just like, kill me. <laughs> uh, recording live. The, one of the benefits of recording. I mean, I guess I, this, I could do this on Zoom, but there's some. I was there's something I was going to ask both Don and Michael that I wanted to wait until we were on air just oh, for the, of course did. the, the shock, value. shock value. <laughs> shock value. <laughs> did you? I did. Either of you see the article about uh, the outbreak of explosive diarrhea on the <laughs> set of Ultimate Slip and Slide? Oh, no. <laughs> yep. I knew you were going to bring that up. No. <laughs> um, I'm thankful to say no, I didn't. Why? Why do you ask? Uh, I saw that last night and it was, it was just one of those perfect <laughs> stories. Um, I, 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 my heart goes out to the, the, it seemed to mainly be the crew of the show. Um, <laughs> Who were afflicted. Yes. Yeah. Well, oh my God. Well, they're the ones in charge of setting up the sit, slip and slides. So yeah, yeah, now you know how they did it. Um, <laughs> No, say say the response that it got on Twitter. There's that one Twitter response. Yeah, there's uh, the story. The, how I found the story was someone retweeting the story saying, "People, you have a gold mine here. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't this isn't an error. It's a feature." Yes. <laughs> um, the, I I can't well. find out much about the show. I'm guessing it's just people on a giant slip and slide. Although who knows now? Um, uh, then then they need to. The crew needs to move on to the next show. Wipeout. <laughs> well done, well Ta-da. done, sir. Wait, hold on. I have one of these. No, but that's no, that's not the right <laughs> one. Said, hold on. Nope. I can't remember which one. Nope. There, no, there we go. go. There we go. That's the one. Guys, it's been a while. Okay, <laughs> it's been over a year. Uh, Michael got to use this fancy um, board board <laughs> twice before we went into isolation yeah. so you can expect a lot of extra sound effects today that's yeah. my theory we're going hog wild with it so watch out do you have hogs in there <laughs> yeah, we have everything in here <laughs> i was hoping there was just gonna be like big squealing after that <laughs> dan does a pretty good pig impression years of practice <laughs> um well, let's get right on to it. Is this, is this um, I'm it, stuck in slip and slide land now. <laughs> Trevor. I'm just, I was traumatized by my first experience. It looked like it was going to be so much fun. And then I belly flopped onto Yeah, rocks. people don't tell you there's just ground underneath that. Oh. Okay, moving on. I, uh, <laughs> we, we do actually have a show. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have actually done this before. I think something that I'm going to have to get used to is not seeing how long we're talking. <laughs> oh, trust me. I can see it. Okay, good. I can see it right here. <laughs> um, well, let's roll right on to the mailbag, which we Yay. haven't done in a while. Do you have the music on there? I, I don't have the music on here, um, unfortunately. Well, it's in our hearts and in we- your ears. Um, so obviously we've been kind of out of uh, the saddle for a little while um, and we got a lot of responses to the the Hulk mm. and Hulk questions mm-hmm. my question was uh, what would the Hulk look like if there was like a fat friendly version of it mm-hmm. um, and we got a lot a lot of responses um, I'm not going to re- read all of them just because we're we got a show to do we're we got back. a show to do people we're, we got new and fresh and exciting things <laughs> <laughs> um, but I want to give a shout despite out despite how the show started <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Slip and slide right on into it. It's fresh. Um, I want to give a shout out to Isaac and Joe who wrote us um, going into, there was a lot that was pretty deep. Um, So I want to thank you guys for those thoughtful responses. And I also want to thank uh, Kevin Gesmer and on Instagram, he's at Kevin Gesmer. uh, Mm. 
Kevin G E M S E R. Yeah, sir. Yeah, sir. He did the um, art, right? He did yes. some custom um, art for this. Idea. He did. It was really cool. Yes. So and cute. his pitch of uh, the, this, the Furfet Hulk was in search of the perfect body. Scientist Dan Donner accidentally creates <laughs> a superhuman serum that turns him <laughs> into the beguiling big blue. Mm. In this form, Dan has the strength to lift up to a hundred tons. As long as he can maintain the key to his power confidence (laughs) (laughs) the public quickly falls in love with big blue and his acts of heroism but can dan overcome his hang-ups and learn to love himself and continue to defeat evil Mm. um i shared this on instagram during our hiatus um i'll probably share it again this week and also link to it in our uh, episode page but uh thank you so much kevin it's wonderful to have things that we yeah we say Come to life come through to our to listeners. I yeah. missed that the character was named Dan Donner. Yes. <laughs> I love that. That's adorable. Oh, I'm feeling is. left out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's really cool. Um, sorry, this is very strange. You guys are all actually still here. Like usually when I look down at my keyboard and then I look up again, it's just a screen. But like it's just hitting me now. There's like a delayed reaction that happened because I was setting up all the tech and everybody mm-hmm. else got to socialize and like hang out. And then we <laughs> sat down and started recording the episode. And now it's like hitting me like you guys are all right here. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. It's real, guys. Um, you know, us being in the same room isn't the only thing where people are getting back together in spaces. Uh, this is my, my segue into pop culture with uh, a story that Dan shared. Oh yeah. From the LA times. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to set that up a little or? Um, so the LA times did a piece about actors and shows starting to remount on Broadway and uh, to a certain extent in you know, other part of, parts of the country too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of actors have been having to confront the fat phobia of producers and casting directors saying like, oh, now that you're back in the show, we need you to lose some weight. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, uh, and, and actors feeling like they're not good enough to go back on stage or at least being told that. And so the LA Times did a really great article on this uh, highlighting particular actors. Mm. Mm. Um, I, what I thought was interesting was, so one of the people they interviewed was Andre Jordan. Um, and he talked about that, you know, this is, this is something that a lot of actors are going through post pandemic because of if they had pandemic weight gain, but that this is nothing new. Um, and he talked yeah. about being cast in legally blonde, but them saying, okay, we want you to lose 15 to 20 pounds. And this whole process of like in the auditions, everyone had to take off their shirts because I guess there was a shirtless scene mm. in the musical. I'm not familiar with legally blonde on Broadway, but I, I love legally blonde, but I haven't seen the musical. And to be, to be clear, this is the musical, not the movie version. Yes. Right. So he really put himself through hell to, you know, lose 20 pounds. Um, and then later he found out that he was the only one asked to do that. Oh. And that it was kind of told, he's like, oh yeah, we're asking everyone to do this. We just want everyone to be in you know, tip top shape for this shirtless scene. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and, and, you know, Don, you've brought this up before about, cause you know, a lot of actors too. And yeah, I mean, I've, I've talked about my experience in film and TV being, trying to be an actor. But uh, my my experience in theater was a little different. Like on stage, in my experience, there was always room for one fat person on stage. <laughs> one, one. <laughs> I think it's they thought it brought contrast, right? Yeah. But especially in musical theater, that one fat character was very rarely a character. That fat person would come on. So Rent is the best example. Mm. Um, there's this big, large woman. Yep. Uh, in, that was one of the original cast members mm-hmm. of Rent. If you've ever heard uh, the, the big, you know, 500, 25,000, 600, mm-hmm. you know her voice. Mm-hmm. She is the belter. That is what happens when you have a fat person in the cast. You roll them out on stage and they sing some big notes during a couple numbers and then you hide them again. Mm. Um, and that was my experience. So do we have a sense of what some of the other people that auditioned? Because what I'm curious about is like, was he the only, I mean, by Hollywood standards, the f- only fat person that was auditioning. I'd be willing to bet they- there was one fatter person on stage than him. So they wanted him to slim down. <laughs> oh, well, and what I was thinking of was the, the thing that you talked about, Don, of so many actors, they feel like it's their job to be beautiful. It's their mm-hmm. job oh, 100%. to be safe. Yeah. And, and they lose, they literally will lose a role if they are not within these certain physical parameters. Um, right. There was an actress who kind of talked about the, the pressure to, you know, there is the leading actress look, the, the waifish, 
mm-hmm. thing. And like, she was talking about like Cinderella, mm-hmm. like there's a look for Cinderella. Like you have to conform to this body type because that is what people are expecting in when they go to see, you know, the, the Broadway version, uh, like Roger and Hammerstein Cinderella. Well, in the movie version of Cinderella, they just slim your waist anyway, digitally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you guys, do you remember that when yes. that happened? Ugh. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. Is, She's I tiny. Mean, She's tiny. Shockingly tiny. Yeah. She looks like a toothpick. Um, well, now that we have uh, the the Julie Murphy retelling of Cinderella, <laughs> if the shoe fits, mm. that's mm. going to take, put that in your pipe and smoke it, yeah. Broadway audience. <laughs> <laughs> you can't smoke in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> Intermission. They can go out and smoke it during intermission. <laughs> Pipes everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I, I mean, it's, I don't know, always kind of a bummer to be reminded of this. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like things that are not bummers of bodies in uh, theater. Oh, yeah. Michael had his yeah. own little uh, fat-related theater thing to share, which. Yeah. So a, a listener sent this in, actually. Thank you. Um, apparently. Uh, on the West End, if I'm correct, uh, there is a uh, a musical called Fat Friends, the musical yes. uh, coming out. And it's basically, let's see, the little description here is, join the Im- infamous group of TV's most lovable, lovable characters as they are put through their Zumba paces at their local branch of Super Slimmers by the lovelorn Lauren, <laughs> whilst <laughs> Kelly fantasizes about fitting into the wedding dress of her dreams. Packed full of warmth, love, and weight loss, this new stage show reunites our favorite foodie friends in an eagerly anticipated musical brimming with hope, humor, and heart. Um, so, yeah. Well, it should be said that this is based on the British TV show, Fat yeah. Friends, which was in the early aughts on, uh, I think, IBC. Mm-hmm. And it's it was, an, if you want to see a really young and completely adorable James Corden, <laughs> like James Corden looking, you know, 18. Yeah. Uh, he's in that show. Yeah, but the the musical version, I mean, they have a trailer up and we'll share the trailer. Yeah. Um, it Maybe looks we'll really even fun. put it like splice in a little clip here so they can get a <gasps> little smack or a little taste. Day. I want to be beautiful. I want to lose weight and look nice on those wedding day. You do look nice. You end up I all skin and bone. All right, break it up. Come on up on your feet. Let's feel the heat. Come on, show me your love. Um, it didn't sound like I imagined it would. It didn't. <laughs> stop it. Just stop. The, the joke is that we didn't hear anything. Because <laughs> he's, um, he's putting in later. Sorry, I'm still freaking out a little bit. This is very surreal. I don't have to edit this as much. <laughs> yeah. I know you guys, like. I, I don't, one of us doesn't disappear into the void for like five minutes. And then everyone else is like, okay, well, I'm going to take this chance to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> uh Guys. Oh, okay, sorry. wait, Michael. Okay. As, if you're feeling emotional, I can go. <laughs> and, <laughs> and once again. Hold on. Spinning circle in front of yeah. you. Yes. <laughs> Bonk. Bonk. Yep. Good. Yep. I could hold up a placard that says your internet connection is on. Yeah. Oh, our poor listeners are just going to have to Dan, put Dan, up with an hour of We can hear you, but we can't see you anymore. You're frozen. <laughs> I'm curious to see if this gets left in. Anyway. <laughs> um... I don't know. I it's one of those things where like I, I like it, but also I'm always frustrated when it's like, okay, well, we have a lot of fat people dancing and singing, and like there's fat people, but it's but but they're, it's it's okay because they're talking about weight loss. They're weight losing weight. Yeah, um, that's that's kind of what hit me. I was like, this feels like it could be good. I don't know. It depends it on be. how you handle it, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Well, and we don't know the show. You know, we don't know the series. Yeah. And yeah. this the musical existed before. Now it mm-hmm. was touring the UK. I think it still is touring the UK. Yeah. Uh, but so, I mean, we don't know it. Uh, the other thing that, it, that often comes up in these shows is like, okay, the fat person succeeds, triumphs over fat phobia, finds the love of their life and vows to lose weight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's what they should do. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's well, right. and usually does before the end. 
Um, well, well, you know, sorry, just one of my first thoughts when I saw the thing, seeing the trailer and like seeing that it was touring is like, I wonder how many of these theater seats can accommodate fat people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, valid question. Are they expecting only thin people to show up and watch the show? Well, why would fat people leave their homes, Michael? I mean, they're on stage. <laughs> oh, I forgot. This is, this is England, England we're talking yeah. about. I mean, they should be ashamed of leaving their homes. They're on stage, Michael. What else do you want? <laughs> I will say every time I've gone to the West End and sat in a seat, it was uncomfortable. I, by the way, there is some wonderful Broadway accommodations uh, mm. for uh, disabled and for um, yeah. uh, fat people. Mm. It's just wonderful. Trevor, we should do a list of that sometime. Yeah, well, well, well that, the, the only theater I had a major issue with was the one that was showing The Lion King, where they had their original seats that had been restored from the 1920s. Uh, oh, why that, bother? Fun. That was just mean. Yes, but they you know? do have handy hat racks underneath the seats. I think that's it. That's very handy. <laughs> yes. Or to catch your shoelaces on. <laughs> uh, Is it time? It's, it's time. time. It's time for Fat Watch. Oh, my God. Live. Oh God. We have yes. it. It's Fat yes. Watch 2021. Yes. <laughs> go, Trevor, go. Uh, Hold on. Pause for inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was... Uh, <laughs> It's been so long since I've heard that. Play music it again, in my Michael. Ears. Play it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, obviously at the start of the year, I said, Fat Watch is going to be a little different. We're also going to take time to um, kind of look at the intersections of mm-hmm. the community. And this this is a very strange item I'm sharing. Blue's Clues. What? Uh, <laughs> Go the, on. Sorry, it's, it's the new Blue, Blue's Clues show, which the name escapes me. But there was a Blues Clues special where Blues Clues uh, gets mail from the Pride Parade. Oh, really? Uh, featuring Nina West. Um, and this is the most inclusive <laughs> piece of um, children's media that I have ever seen. I think that will ever be. Okay. Um, <laughs> we so, will actually have to invent new types of people to be yes. more inclusive in the future. Um, so I'm going to have, I, I've seen this a million times. I have some comments, but I'm going to let the boys we, we, watch we, it live. So the fun here is we have not seen this at yes. all. Trevor's intro was as much as I know about this. Yes. This will be my first taste of Blue's Clues. All right. Let's see if this works. Hey, Blue, look at all these families. Hi, families. It's time for a pride parade. Families marching one by one, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching one by one, hurrah, hurrah. This family has two mommies. They love each other so proudly. And they all (laughs) go marching in the big parade. (laughs) Families marching two by two, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching two by two, hurrah, hurrah. This family has two daddies. They love each other so proudly. And they all go marching in the big parade. Come on, friends. This is on a TV show, on a kid's show. Families marching three by three, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching three by three, hurrah, hurrah. These papas are non-binary. They love each other so proudly. And they all go marching in the big parade. Families marching four by four, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching four by four, hurrah, hurrah. Trans members of this family all love each other so proudly, and they all go marching in the big parade. Come join the fun! Families marching five by five, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching five (laughs) by five, hurrah, hurrah. People choose their family. They love each other so proudly, and they all go marching in the big parade. Families marching six by six, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching six by six, hurrah, hurrah. Ace, Bi, and Pan, grown-ups, you see, can love each other so proudly, and they all go marching in the big parade. Families marching seven by seven, hurrah! I like hurrah. these little guys in the parade. <laughs> seven by seven, hurrah! Oh, the parade monitors. Yeah. <laughs> families are made differently. They love each other so proudly, and they all go marching in the big parade. Families marching eight by eight, hurrah! Hurrah! 
Families marching eight by eight. Hurrah, hurrah. This house is a family of kings and queens. They love each other so proudly. And they all go marching in the big parade. Let's celebrate. Families marching nine by nine. Hurrah, hurrah. Families marching nine by nine. Hurrah, hurrah. Allies to the queer community can love their queer friends so proudly. Oh. And they all go marching in the big should love proudly and we'll all go marching in the big parade. <laughs> wow! Thanks, Blue. Happy wow. Pride Month! Um, wow. So uh, there was a lot. To, I actually want you to check. Um, so this has been very controversial. Of course. Um, Love I'm, is so I'm actually, for the record, I'm actually for Klempt right now. It's great. The, it's fantastic. Um, I'm kind of dis, emotional. The like versus dislike ratio. Um, the last time I looked, it had significantly more dislikes. It's and, gone up. Um, yeah. Which? It's it's about, it's almost one to one. It's 91,000 likes, 82,000 dislikes. Okay. But the last time I looked, there were more dislikes. Everybody go like it. Yeah. Everyone go like it. Um, it there And there's so much to taken oh yeah in that and even just like little details every time i watch it since i saw something else and i wanted to take some that were like you know really stood out to me as far as just like oh shit let go uh, representation <laughs> um, i like the little bunnies holding the flags yeah uh, i like the non-binary disabled dolphin yes yes <laughs> yes the dolphin was amazing the dolphin with a uh i saw people talking about this a it's a sip and puff power chair Wow. Um, oh, is that the one you blow into and then yes. moves? Um, which oh, someone was quadriplegic. Saying like that, yes. Um, I saw someone saying, like, that's the first time they've seen that in a children's show. Um, plus on top of the, I think the, the dolphin is non-binary. Um, yes. There's a, a vision-impaired bird, a alpaca with prosthetic limbs. There is a two-spirit owl. And there was a, a frog that had a flag that I couldn't find because I was looking up all the different flags and there's one I could not find in any like database of flags. And I just kind of had to describe it. And it was, so it's a drag queen frog with a drag queen pride flag. Oh, and it's just, I mean, Oh, also uh, a, there was a bear with top surgery scars. Wow. Oh, seriously. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Just, I mean, and uh, snail with a black this. lives matter flag. I mean, just so many things. Um, and they all go marching in. Yes. Hurrah. The, the, the big parade. <laughs> um, so. See, I'm just for Clemps because I remember when I was a kid, like keep in mind, this was like, you know, the eighties and seeing a pride parade on television. Right. Mm -hmm. I grew up out in the woods and it was an object of like derision. Right. right. It was like, Those look freaks. at these silly people, yeah. mm -hmm. the freaks. And I remember being a little kid and just feeling like, you know, oh, I guess that's what I am. You know, like I don't get to be part of this world that I'm, I felt like an imposter because that was the world I was supposed to be a part of. And this one here was telling me I didn't belong. Mm -hmm. This is a message that would have rocked my world as a kid. Oh, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Rocked my world. I still can't believe that was on, a, on not just like on some random kids. Those on blues clues. That's like, mm -hmm. that's like top tier stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the triple A kids game. Man. Yeah. You know, Are we like, going to make one of those charts when we're going to start ranking children's entertainment <laughs> the podcast now? based on their inclusion? Level. Can you imagine? This is a terrible joke. I'm just saying it. Can you imagine being the one person who didn't get included in something like that? I think you'd have to look. I think you'd have to. I think you'd have to uninclude yourself. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think there may be just because, but I mean, this is the most, this is, this is a lot, the, the most. And I think, like I said, that maybe the most there will ever be because there was so much effort put into mm -hmm. diversity Every, for this. And, and it's all animated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I feel like new theme song. Anybody? Yes. No. Hurrah. <laughs> for the pride parade. For us. <laughs> Johnny comes marching home. No. <laughs> Is well, there a fat pride day? I can't remember. Didn't we? we there was, there was, it was once. Fat Liberation Month. Fat Liberation Month. Were you here for that, Don? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it 
it's not the same as pride, is it? I mean, well, I, there used to be every once in a while you would see either a girth and mirth float in New York City pride or sometimes a, a chub chaser float. It was not certainly something that happened every year because mm. um, it was still so stigmatized. And then, you know, where where do you and I think there was arguments like, where do you put it? Do you put it with the service organizations? Because it is kind of that. Uh, do they want to be included with the the bar floats with all the hot go go boys? Right. It's 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 an interesting question. Yeah, and that ta- I mean, riding on a float like that in mm-hmm. a pride parade, wherever you know, that's that takes guts. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do wonder what the reaction would be from the 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 pride parade audiences because they're in my experience, they're so happy. Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. that know? was the reaction when I saw it. It was, yeah. that, is that people were supportive. I mean, it's a different reaction from the go-go boys on the bar floats, but it is, it is very commensurate with a lot of the service organizations and, you know, be proud, be mm. there, be out. Well, I think that might be a good segue for, you know, yeah. Speaking of being there. Speaking yeah. of being there. Oh, shit. We should have maybe led with this. We're going to be at Big Bayou. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we... Why are, didn't we start? I yeah. actually just saw Trevor's brain explode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it's weird because we the, we said this up. We posted about it on Instagram and Facebook and everything. But with our like production schedule before our hiatus, mm-hmm. I don't think we were able to really announce it. Not on a show. I don't think so. No, and we, we did. We, we did. weren't fully we did say it on the show. Oh, we did say it on the show, but it yeah. was like in other news. Yeah, it was sort of like or maybe we we're thinking about it. Anyway, official. Yes, it's official. We all have our tickets. We're going to be a big Bayou, and yes, and one better than that on Saturday, September fifth, I believe, at noon. Uh, no, uh, shut up, past Michael. Past Michael doesn't know anything. Future Michael here. The date is actually September fourth, Saturday at noon. Back to you. At Big Bayou, we are doing our first ever live Big Fat Gay podcast applause episode. Applause button, Michael. Hit the Ooh. applause. Uh, this one? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that too. Maybe that too. Uh, <laughs> it's entirely uh, possible. There we go. Ooh. Yes. Because you will be able to come see us recording. Oh, people. <laughs> You will be able to come see us record an episode live in New Orleans at Big Bayou. Uh, we've all got our tickets. We're all going to be there and yeah. doing a show. Oh and Michael God. will dance for all of you. Yes. I'm going to try and remember what buttons does which sound effect. We'll get you some little stickers. <laughs> I've heard in the professional organizations, they put labels on they, them. What? <laughs> Nonsense. That's cheating. <laughs> Takes the fun right out of it. Mm. Oh, yeah. that's So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um and we would love to see as many of you guys there as possible. Uh, I think some of the logistics are still being worked out, but we have our space. Uh, we're going to figure out how to get all of us into that same room. And we're going to do a live episode. No idea what it's going to be about yet, but we can we discuss promise. some things that were. Uh... <laughs> we have some very, <laughs> Trevor has some good stories to tell, yes. put it that way. <laughs> some very good stories that are not podcast, not, uh, not exactly podcast friendly, but live <laughs> podcast friendly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the spirit of live episode, or sorry, not live episodes of the event and being at an event and Big Bayou, um, we got some listener, not feedback, we got some listener questions uh, in response to uh, Dan and Don's episode about events. And they had kind of talked to, in our um, interlude, inter, interlude, yeah. thank you, about Dan, uh, Don's. Our event preamble. Yes. It was sort of like <laughs> the lead in to this episode. Um it's also basically Dan plays therapist to Don's anxiety about going to one of these events. Well, but it, it's, you're so not the only one. Everybody has those thoughts in their head. Everybody. Um, well, at the at the top. So should we talk about? There's like three really big events coming up. Yes. Yeah. The first of which is Big Bayou in New Orleans, uh, September, beginning of September. Yes. The next is Cannonball over Halloween. Over weekend. Halloween um, mm. in Fort Lauderdale. Yes. Yeah. And then. Um, when this episode drops, they will have announced the dates for Bigger Vegas, presumably 2022. Presumably. No, 2022. And I would guess, I would guess they haven't announced it officially, but I would guess sometime. Think about summer. Yeah. yeah. Hello, this is your friendly neighborhood uh, future, Michael, here again. Uh, just a quick shout out to people who might be interested in going to Bigger Vegas as of uh, Tuesday night, tonight, the night before this episode drops, which is June... 16th 
Uh, they are selling out very quickly. I believe 800 people have signed up last I heard. Um, so if you have any interest in going, uh, definitely check that out sooner than later. They may be sold out tomorrow. All right, back to the show. So the soonest one coming up is Big Bayou. They are still selling tickets. Um, and um, yeah, so uh, yeah, a listener had asked us about uh, what European events there might be. Do you, I, I haven't checked the calendar officially. Um, usually there is a few bear events in Spain, in Sitges. In Spain? Yeah. It's September 3rd. Sitges? Uh, yeah. Okay, so that's going on this year, September 3rd. Mm-hmm. In, right, in Sitges, which is near Barcelona, for those who don't know. There's a Bear Summer Berlin on June 24th. That's coming up. Yeah. Um, let's see. Luxembourg Bear Pride. Okay. Um, I, I think yeah, the there's, there's a lot of bear be, stuff. I yeah, think maybe well, we're looking for like chub. Well, events. you're not going to find that in Europe. Is that just not really? Yeah. yeah. They but don't, they if don't, you show up to a bear event as a chub, is that? Oh, it's completely fine. Totally they, fine. they don't make, they don't have the distinction in culture for that that we do. It's just all bear there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I guess. That we've we've kind of heard that before. I wonder yeah. if that's going to end up happening. I or do want to go to a European event. Like I would love to. Just I got to say that in Europe, uh, what I've been told, I haven't. I've only been to one or two European events, but generally the chasers outnumber the chubs, which makes it so attractive for a lot of American. That chubs. is fascinating. <laughs> All right, I'm going. Exactly. Yeah. That's what most American chubs say. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. So should I read the first listener question? Sure. Okay. A uh, listener writes in, uh, Dan mentioned like how some guys will get rejected like three times. And at that point, they're really worn out. This is at events. Um, could you guys discuss that more, please? Like dealing with rejection at big Chub Tracer events with so many guys there in such an intimate setting. I mean, I'll, I guess I'll speak to that a little yeah, because you start, you start. so a common thing at events is, you know, Dan was talking about the chasers at number the Chubs in Europe. It is not the case <laughs> in the U.S. I would say typically at events, there's like three and a half chubs to every chaser. Yeah, a good ratio in America would be five chubs to three chasers. That's that's the, that's okay. kind of as good as okay. you're going to hope for. Um, which is, you know, not a great ratio. And I think there is a sense of like um, urgency for the chubs and the chasers are overwhelmed, understandably. Yeah, the chasers mm-hmm. are like, oh my um, God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> So I think I have definitely had that experience of like multiple rejections or just like, well, uh, maybe, maybe later, like as yeah. you know, magic eight ball ask again later. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, after a certain number of times of that, you want to just whip the magic eight ball across the room <laughs> and <laughs> their head. Yeah. And uh, release the blue juices inside <laughs> um, their head. Is there a genie in there? It feels like there must be. Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, the one giving the answers. So, I mean, my advice for that would be, I mean, Typically these events are, there's a lot going on, especially at like bigger Vegas. There is a ton of stuff going on. It's, you know, bigger Vegas is in Vegas. Um, Big Bayou is going to be in New Orleans. Mm. After a certain number of just like rejections, I'll just kind of try to reset and be like, okay, I'm not going to focus on this now. I'm going to do like, there was one year I was experiencing that at uh, bigger Vegas and I ended up going to bingo Mm. and I'm like, I'm just going to hang out. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to see, you know, I knew people who are going to bingo um, you know, like fr- friendly people. So I'm like, I'm going to do that and reset and just like have a good time. And then, you know, decompress a little. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what happened after that? Like you decompressed, you went to bingo. You're like, okay, let me just, I had an amazing this. time at bingo. And I think <laughs> I, I won something. I don't remember Is what. Is it like drag queen bingo? Is yes. there a thing? Al- almost okay. always. Mm. I was like, I'm just gonna sit and play bingo. Um, no, it's drag queen bingo. It's, and it's usually, it's also a way that is less, especially if you're someone who, a direct approach, you find that intimidating. Like, hi, I find you sexy. <laughs> if, if you're not that guy, uh, then bingo or some other mediating event can be very helpful for that. Because you'll just meet people. There'll be people sitting next to you, people sitting across from you. And you'll start striking up conversations. And it's, I mean, for you, Don, you've talked a lot about game nights where you're just sort yeah. of naturally interacting with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so that that can be a way of doing it. As The other thing to remember, too, is that... A lot of times people say, how is it, how am I going to be in a, at an event? And the answer is you're going to be at an event, how you usually are in life with the volume turned up. So if you experience a lot of rejection in life, it's not like that's suddenly magically going to change at an event. And sometimes people will use an event like a, a litmus test. Well, like if I can't get laid at a chub chaser event, I guess I'm unlayable. Mm. 
and they will kind of go in with that chip on their shoulder. And then they only approach guys who they kind of know are going to reject them because that's how they prove themselves. That's Just how like they that's unconsciously how, unconsciously you kind of, pr- it kind of proves their opinion about themselves and becomes self-reinforcing. Mm. And so what I would say is to break out of that cycle, Trevor's advice is genius. The sort of reset and kind of look at like, you know, there's not only other things I could do here, but there's also other expectations I could set. Mm-hmm. How Some, does, sorry. Sorry. I was going to say something else that I think, I don't know. I realized after a certain point at, of attending these events is especially like bigger Vegas is one of the, the biggest events I've been to. And I realized like, you know, Dan has talked about, I don't know if he's said this on the podcast, my whole like teddy bear cherub thing. Yeah. This crossover appeal. I like to think of it like the, the rabbit or the duck mm. or the, the old lady, the, the, He's talking about an optical illusion where the same image can be viewed two completely different ways. Oh, like yes. Escher, oh, yeah. Escher painting. And they're mutually exclusive. Yes. Like the old lady and the hag, they're both mm-hmm. present, but you only see one at a time. Ducks and fishes. Yeah. Yes. And people will see one image before they see the other. Got it. Um, got it, got it. So, you know, I'm, I'm not really a bear, but I'm bearish. And if someone likes bears, they will, they'll see like, oh my God, you're such a sexy bear. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, oh my God, you're such this, you know, the, the smooth super chub. With a, a big butt, which I don't know. We, I talked about my butt, my butt <laughs> issues before my uh, butt complex. Um, but I digress. The point is there are so many people that are a hundred percent of like a type. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, there's like th- three Santa Clauses every year, the, <laughs> the, the Santa Claus guys. And it's just, there's, I think for chasers, you know, once again, this we're, we're talking about the, this is sheer number of chubs and like they can get, it's, it's the buffet, it's a buffet, it's Vegas and it's a buffet. <laughs> right. Like you're- yeah. Well, I, there's two things. One, it absolutely is a buffet. And so you have to get in that mindset of like, if you've been to a buffet, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, myself included, we have a strategy for buffets. And by the way, I really am talking about buffets. Real buffets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where like, you don't just start at the beginning. You know, like you go man. to the dessert table like a normal human <laughs> being. Well, I know some of us kind of like to get a, you know, do a do a a, a reconnaissance of the buffet to see what's available. Sure. And it, and it's, and the other thing is like sometimes things show up that weren't there before, mm-hmm. and it's very similar at, at an event. They come out with the crab legs. <laughs> <laughs> I have known uh, people who, for example. Uh, uh, one of the pieces, one of the things that your friends will tell you is like, oh God, you're spending so much time with that one guy. You should really get out and mingle. I mean, he's just one guy and there's like, you know, 500 here. Mm. And of course they don't do that because they're totally into that one guy. I will tell you this. They, even if they take the coaching and like try one or two, they always end up back. And most of the time that I've seen the people who latch onto one guy, they usually have a relationship outside the event afterwards with that one guy. Like it turns out to be very successful. Mm -hmm. So if you're having that impulse and it is returned, that's not a bad thing. That's helpful. I can tell you, I would say I know two or three, maybe four chub chaser couples where they met at an event Mm -hmm. and with no previous background, like they just like (laughs) love story, cue the love story theme from across the room. They saw each other (laughs) and they- I feel like I have this, wasn't it this one? No, <laughs> no, that actually no. wasn't on purpose. Hold on. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm saying is when it does happen, it tends to be for real. <laughs> Sorry. That was not on purpose. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, I would never suggest that someone go to an event for the purpose of husband hunting. That is not a good mm-hmm. use. Of That's what I was going to say was yeah. like, I almost wonder if maybe the, the point is don't, you can have expectations or you can have like desires for like what you want to get out of the event, but like maybe don't go in with a plan that is based entirely around what other people do. Like, cause if you go in saying, well, I'm going to, I'm going to hook up with as many people as possible. That's entirely in their hands to make happen or not happen. But if you go in and say like, Hey, I want to go have a fun time at this event. Maybe it's playing bingo with Trevor, or maybe it's just hanging out at the buffet. Going on a swamp boat. Like Don's all about yeah. the Oh my yes. God. The fan boat. John, the fan boat. You, if you, if you want to hang out with Don, uh, just find all of the swamp boat swamp tours boat. in New Orleans. Swamp boat. Swamp boat. He'll be on every single one of them. I'm going to hit a gator with an oar. And, and I think the takeaway from Trevor's message is, you know, rather than having like, I want to make such and such happen. That's great. 
but be in the moment. Like, and, and this has happened to me too. Like, I feel like, oh my God, I'm just striking out everywhere. No one has time for me. Everybody's got some other plan. And you're like, you know what? What if I, if I just stand still for a moment, what opportunities in front of me? Oh, there's a bingo game. Oh, there's a tour that's starting. Oh, you know, there's a, there's a cute guy going out to the pool. I could go out to the pool too. Not just mm. for him, but you know, I could go out to the pool. There's all these people swarmed around the door for a pod, live podcast recording. <laughs> I know they're spilling <laughs> out into the get hallway. In. I mean, well, and I, I swear to God, a lot. Of, I'm going to be doing two seminars there. A lot of people, you know, come into my seminars are like, "Oh, that was a thing to do." Yeah, they, they had no interest in seeing me in particular, but like, oh, that, that was a thing I could do. It's no, I've never seen you in a professional setting. I think it would be interesting to observe. I what? feel like Margaret yeah. Mead. His <laughs> is your is your one of your seminars still right after the show? Yes, one of my seminars is directly after the show in the almost the same space, maybe exactly the same. I think space. it's just right across. Like, I think you have to maybe go through an adjacent door. It's not far. right. It's not. So far. we'll just we'll file everybody out. <laughs> All right, everybody, <laughs> turn around that way. Ooh, does that mean we get to heckle? <laughs> oh God! No, Man, no, awesome. no, no, no! You'll no. ruin it for so many people. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, well, there is actually a follow-up question here, um, which is very related. It says, as a follow-up to that one, what are good ways to reject people at these events, or take that rejection for that matter? That is key, yeah. because so many times people don't know how to handle. I mean, there's the unwelcome event. There's two kinds of unwelcome advances. There's the one where they physically touch you and it's creepy and it's icky and you just want to something between flee or smack them, depending mm -hmm. on your personality. Mm -hmm. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the one where a perfectly nice person comes up and you're just not into them and they are obviously very into you. Mm -hmm. And you don't know what to do with that because a chub or chaser, you've never handled that. Don's nodding his head vigorously. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and so th there's a couple of ways. Uh, usually this is the type of person that you can see that eager puppy look in their eyes. They are not going to get the hint. Mm -hmm. Like you could stand there and be non-sexual with them, but that will probably not work. They'll probably just continue the behavior or worse for you, they'll escalate. Mm -hmm. and, and now you're really stuck. Don, does this match what you've been? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I I always try diplomacy. I try and then tact the, and kindness, and sometimes it just does not work. Well, because you're being nice, which they're taking as encouragement. Now, I'm not saying be an asshole. That doesn't work either. Sure, <laughs> that just gets you a bad rep at the event. Uh, the, the usually then what happens is the, the, I've talked to so many chubs are like, oh my god, that guy is here. I can't be in the room. Like, no, you are mm. not handling the situation. Now you've let them run the whole event for you. Right. Yeah. You don't want that. <laughs> yeah. So you actually have to handle it. And there are a couple of ways to do it. You need to leave them feeling good. Mm -hmm. You can't leave them feeling spanked. And the reason I say you can't, I mean, of course you could, but it doesn't do them or you any good. So things that I often do is I might say, wow, I, th you know, thank you so much for your interest. I got to say, I'm, I'm, you're not what I usually go for but I'm perfectly happy to talk to you if you'd like to have a lovely conversation. Mm -hmm. And once they kind of get that friend zone, then they can make up their mind if they want to stick around for a great conversation with me. And I, I will give that. Like, I'm not being, I'm not lying. Sure. But they also can make the decision of like, oh, I don't, maybe I don't want to invest any more time in this. Or something else I'll say is, it's, it's kind of known that, you know, bears are usually not my thing, mm -hmm. but they are so the thing for so many other chasers. Right. So I'll say like, you know, I'm not really into the bear thing, but I am the minority of that. There are so many guys here who would totally appreciate your look and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So I have a, I have a, I have a follow-up to the follow-up. Um, cause this has been my experience. This is why I get stressed about the idea of having to manage that kind of environment in, mm -hmm. in any direction. Um, the idea of, so, and this is why I've never been to an event. So this is my first event. Um, I don't know how it would be there if people are more direct but what happens to me has happened to me in the past is somebody is showing what I am interpreting to be interest. And I kind of do the whole, like, I don't put off a sexual vibe at all. I, <laughs> I rarely get hit on yeah. in life. Oh, Michael, brother, Michael, I know Michael. Like, and because my, it's I, because Michael, you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> I, the point being that a lot of times if somebody's, showing what I think is a lot of extra interest and probably wants to take things further. I don't necessarily want that. And I don't know the point at which I can make that leap ah. and say, Oh, 
I know what you're looking for because they haven't said it. They haven't said, hey, let's go fuck. I can reject that pretty darn easily. They've said a lot of friendly things and asked me a lot of personal questions. And I have to then assume that I know what they're angling for and what happens to me. Uh, I don't know if this happens to other people is I get gaslighted when I say, mm -hmm. I am sorry, I'm not really interested in that sense. This has been a great conversation. Like kind of what you say, Dan. And then they say, I can't believe you thought I, that's what I was going. That's yeah, not what yeah. I was going. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like, well, okay, fuck. Then what are we doing here? Like, I don't know. Well, what, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I've had that too, but, uh, I, I guess for me, I, I, I just interpret it differently. Like you're trying to save face. I get that. That's fine. I, and I, just, as long as it ends there. Now people, you know, it, I mean, doesn't end there. that may be fine if they wouldn't like, I feel like this happens so many times where somebody like accuses me of being like self-centered or like self-absorbed. Like, oh, of course oh, you think that's what And then they go on the attack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that's, gotcha. that's gotcha. what I'm trying to avoid. Yeah. And, and Chubb's experienced that a lot. Like a Chubb will try to say, sorry, I'm interested in the chase. was like, oh, 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 I'm so offended. How dare you? Either, right. either because I am offended and you turn me down or how dare you assume I was offended just because you're the stuck up. Yeah. No, the advice I was giving was based on uh, a lot of times guys will come up and be very overt with me. Right. Now, if they're not being overt, then you can simply get out of it in a number of ways. You can have a pleasant conversation with them. Like you have no obligation to entertain them, mm -hmm. but if they're interesting to talk to, you can keep talking to them. It's their business how much time they invest there. Right. And then I think something else, I think this is something else someone brought up. If I do get a no, and everybody gets no's, of course you mm -hmm. get no's. And sometimes you get not now. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, what do I do with that? But the other thing is don't just dive out of the plane and pull your chute. And the reason is because it kind of makes you look mercenary and it also robs you of the interaction with that person mm -hmm. because they are an interesting person. That's why hopefully you started talking to that person beyond just, they had a great ass. <laughs> hopefully there was sure. something more. Yeah. And if there, and, and if that wasn't true, well then you, your direct exit has made that obvious. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want to treat people like people and the sex as present, possible, maybe, if it is, uh, but not as the only reason you're there, unless it really is, and then, well, <laughs> you've sent that message and message received. Yeah. What about for the person on the receiving end, having a weird interaction like that with someone and then witnessing them, like literally just draping themselves over someone else, actually one of a Santa Claus, as I mentioned before. That's ideal. Um, but like- <laughs> Well, I'll tell you why. Getting like- that I am so not what they're looking for and just being really present to that. And like, almost oh, like, the, Oh, I see you're saying that. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, I don't like bubblegum ice cream, but they may, they mass produce bubblegum ice cream and some people just can't get enough bubblegum ice cream. <laughs> and I am not that. And can, that is okay. <laughs> can I, can I help your analogy? On a little bit? Cause <laughs> Don and Michael are kind of looking quizzically. It's a bubblegum ice, like bubble ice cream. I bubblegum ice cream either. <laughs> I never understood bubblegum ice yeah, cream. Yeah, so I, I think what Trevor is saying, if I may, <laughs> is that someone makes an someone uh, you you make an approach to someone. Mm -hmm. They say no, and then you see them go up to someone who looks completely not like you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is great news, because you know it's nothing personal. Sure, and and it's, people. It's, I mean, maybe less so in the chaser side of things, but I feel like there are people who just go for a variety of types as well. Well, mm -hmm. well yes, but let, for example, let's say that I make an, I make an approach to uh, a, a cute young cherubic chub mm. and he either puts off vibes of being uncomfortable because he doesn't know how to say no, or he actually says no. And then I see him make an approach to a, a hot blonde twink. I'm like, oh, mystery solved. He's in hot blonde twinks. Or at least he's not into me and he'd rather have that, which is a perfectly acceptable alternative. Sure. And I don't feel rejected. I just feel like, oh, I was shopping in the wrong department. Mystery solved. He mystery <laughs> solved. I'm like, oh, okay, done. I remember hearing a story about a, a woman who rejected a twin and then started dating the twin's twin. Oh, God. <laughs> and all I can think is like, oh, God, that must hurt. <laughs> well, at least you know it wasn't about physicality in that no, case. No, she just hates you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, which, which is fine. And can I just say, in my, in my, I have a pretty vast experience of this. If someone tells you no, and they're doing you a favor. They're doing you a favor because if you talk them into it, and I've done that, and it's been always a terrible idea mm. or they talk themselves into it. Like, you know, they're like, well, you know, people say he's really hot and he's got a lot of muscle. I really should probably take advantage of this opportunity because I don't meet a lot of muscular guys. 
And they talk themselves into it. And it's a terrible time for both of us. Check that off the list. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. Well, because, or their friends are like, oh my God, you should totally do him. You should, to oh, you should totally do him. Why aren't you doing him? And they're like, oh, okay, weird. I guess I will. And I no, mean, no, it's a terrible idea. It's I like bubble gum. And I like ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, but, but I would really, for, to, to re-answer the question, what do you do with rejection? It's, it's not a bad thing. They're actually freeing up your time to go pursue something more productive. Yeah, I, I like that point of view. Try not to hang everything, try not to hang your happiness on a yes or a no. Well, the hell, as both Trevor and I will tell you from events, the hell is when they tell you maybe or later. That is hell. <laughs> because when is later? How is and, maybe? And when? And <laughs> so, wh why is when? <laughs> I mean, I, I like the idea that you go to an event to have fun at the event. Yes. And, and be open to the different ways that that can happen. I mean, they, they, you say that in life too. Like, oh, yeah. you have your plan for your career. And then if you're not, you know, if you can be open to other ideas of what your career could look like, you can get into some really cool stuff. I mean, if you like how sexual or or dating interactions are going in real life, great. An event will be more of that. Mm -hmm. If you don't like how it's going in life, uh, guess what? An event will be more of that unless you alter the stream, unless you put like some, you know, like if you put a rock in a stream and all of a sudden the water goes around it, mm -hmm. like if you alter the stream, oh. yes, something can change. I thought Dan was making a Ghostbusters reference. I'm so disappointed. Oh, cross Don't the cross the stream. <laughs> no, no, it's not about that at all. It's about altering the course of how it usually goes. Because guess what? Life go usually goes how life usually goes. You know, Don, some people are really into crossing streams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why there are bathtubs. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> shall we... Shall we proceed to our, yeah. do we have a tip today? Yes, we do. We do. Yeah. So maybe you're looking for something to wear to Big Bayou. Oh yeah. Um, I guess in this case, underneath your clothes at the live episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> or, you know, but Bearskin, come as you are. Uh, Bearskin, who is a manufacturer of, uh, I don't know, kind of bear themed underwear, undergarments, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as a pride collection. It's a rainbow plaid pattern and it comes in. Um, their Backwoods 2.0 boxer brief, their Backwoods brief 2.0, <laughs> and their- uh, What happened to the 1.0? Their jockstrap. Nice. And they go up to 6L, which is a, a boon for anyone looking for a jockstrap who is a, a larger gentleman. I was actually debating buying it. We we spoke briefly about this on uh, our pre-call. I was debating buying a jockstrap for uh, oh yeah for New Orleans because I'm like oh it's gonna be a super hot place like it'll be lighter and all that stuff. And then Dan mentioned like butt sweat and I'm like oh well, that just would be a very unattractive yeah, print. <laughs> I mean that's why I don't wear a jockstrap. I don't find them that comfortable or freeing. <laughs> I just want to put this out there by the way. If you guys have been seeing, I see these all the time now. Um, there are these ads on Facebook and Instagram for underwear, which I was really surprised at first because they have big guys in the ads wearing mm -hmm. underwear. Yeah. They're supposed to be like anti-chafing. Mm. Um, and they're, they're sort of designed, I forget the name of the brand. Um, the ads are, are fun and they actually cast big guys in them, a lot of different kinds. But uh, my boyfriend just looked at them and apparently their version of a 6X in inches around the waist is actually a 2X. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that uh, that's the bane of my existence. It seems like half the clothes I order online are like using Asian sizing, right? Where if like a six X is a two X. Always. If only we knew how wide an X was. <laughs> <laughs> well, depends on who you're talking to, because Trevor's X and my X and my B. <laughs> the the size of an X depends on who is currently on the throne. <laughs> uh, English measure, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the foot. All right. <laughs> the hand. I have brought a bit. It's our first Ooh. live bit. Dun, dun, oh my God. Dun. A it's live been bit. so long since we had a live I need bit. some triumphant music. All right. So um, <laughs> it is Pride Month. And as we all know, with Pride Month, all of a sudden we see all sorts of fun and interesting products coming out <laughs> for the gay communities and a lot of what the hell were you thinking products too. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, I used to get the catalog of those. So here's a few of them. Um, Levi's. Uh -huh. put out a new line of gay pride merchandise this year. It included a shirt with a rainbow Levi's Levi's logo that you could, users could go online and customize with whatever word they liked at the center of the rainbow symbol. Like instead of Levi? Uh, yes, instead of Levi. Okay. Um, well, almost any word. 
What word was conspicuously not allowed and why? Uh, One, gay, because the word had to be a minimum of four words in length. Four letters. Four letters. Four letters. Uh, two, trans, because the program would autocorrect to trains automatically. <laughs> Le- three, lesbian, because the word triggered the program's obscenity filter. Or four, homosexual, because the word was too long. The program would suggest homosexy instead. Um, I'm going to say gonna lesbian. Okay. Lesbian? I'm going to go with homosexual just because that is too many letters. <laughs> Probably. Is. I'm going to go for homosexual as well. Yeah. And right. Plus, I like homosexy. We have two homosexuals <laughs> and a lesbian. All right. <laughs> the correct answer is, in fact, lesbian. Uh, uh, God damn it. Why is he always right? Les- lesbian was flagged as an offensive, slanderous term. Oh, my God. So, really? Well, Why? it was their default because it said, it, you're a lesbian. But so, yeah. Yeah. There <laughs> you go. Oh, um, so, also in this parade of products that come out are just some where you're just like, what, what were you thinking? <laughs> um, which of the following products is not real? Oh, fun. All right. <laughs> One, gay pride Listerine mouthwash. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that should be. That's, Two, that should be a thing. <laughs> Kellogg's together gay pride breakfast cereal. Oh. Three, Astroglide pride and glory lubricant. Oh, of course. <laughs> pride and glory. Or four. <laughs> Uggs fuzzy rainbow pride slippers. Oh, that has to be real. Oh, really? That sounds, well, it sounds terrible. So it has to be it real. It sounds, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the Uggs just because, I don't know, because I, because I don't. I like think Uggs. Kellogg's cereal. I think Kellogg's cereal because it's cereal, especially like sweet cereal tends to be so kid focused. And I don't think they would do that. Okay. I'm going to say the Listerine because I mean, I almost feel like I've seen it. I know, but I want that to be true. <laughs> but I also, what color would it be though? It would just blend together into brownish purple. Well, no, it could be like, I, like it a was fancy like drink the, that separates. Well, I, <laughs> Different densities and yeah, the exactly. I think the Listerine. It was like <laughs> kind of a, a plastic wrap around the bottle. Yeah, but that's, um, that's boring. I, don't I, like th- that. I think Listerine isn't the one. Okay. Okay. The correct answer is Astroglide Pride and Glory. Lubricant. Really? There is no specific pride. I went online and I searched. There's no specific pride oriented product from Astro. Maybe they think it'd be redundant. Yeah. I think that's, they put out lots of stuff. They don't need to (laughs) slap an extra wrapper, but uh, the gay pride Listerine mouthwash, Trevor is correct. It's this brightly labeled uh, rainbow label bottle, which immediately got them mocked. Uh, Kellogg's together gay bride breakfast cereal. You can actually purchase right now, mm-hmm. yep. uh, but it's like at a premium. It costs 20 bucks per box, usually buying it through someone else. And uh, I think it's little heart shaped cereals with edible glitter. Yeah. So don't even imagine what t- that's going to leave. It's behind. got Tony the Tiger on it saying it's fabulous. Mm. Yep. All right. There has to be an ugly side to this too. Between banning trans people from the military, oh, nominating yeah. a host of federal judges who are opposed to LGBT gay rights, and attempting to eliminate protections for transgender people in homeless shelters, the Trump administration has had a a distinctly anti-gay agenda. So naturally, the Trump campaign started selling gay pride, make America great again hats (laughs) with a rainbow theme across the lettering. Question, how much did they sell their pride hats (gasps) for? One, $5. Two, $15. Three, $25. Or $4. $35. $35. $35. $35. $35. $35. $35. $25. The correct answer is $35. Damn. As a follow-up question, what percent went to gay charities? <laughs> One. One percent. Two. Point five percent. Three. Point one percent. Or four. Zero percent. Zero. Zero or zero percent. Yeah, that would be correct. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Finishing up with a fun one. <laughs> so, want to play a fun game during Pride? Which one of these is not an actual board game that can be purchased uh, at stores or online? One, Game Monopoly, a version of the game featuring Tom of Finland art and the Castro as boardwalk. Oh, that's fabulous. <laughs> Two, Uno, the Play with Pride edition. Three. Or the Play with Yourself edition. <laughs> just, just Uno. Hence Uno. <laughs> Solo. Three, Settlers of Gaetan. Trade wood for anything. Wow. <laughs> Or four, Houseboy the board game. You play a houseboy trying to win the favor of a dying old man while hooking up with each other behind his back. 
<laughs> oh, this is which one of these is real? Which one of these is not, not real? Not real. Oh, I'm I'm going for uh, fuck. It just left my mind. What was the third one? Yeah, the Godwood uh, Settlers of yeah. Gaetan. Yeah. Gaetan. That's, that's I, I go for that too. I'm also going for that. Okay, all three of you are correct. Settlers of Gaetan yeah. is in fact well, not the Of course we're right. We agreed with Trevor. <laughs> Houseboy the board game is an actual thing. I would believe it's it. It's amazing. And, uh, I the, haven't played that in years. The game Monopoly <laughs> is actually sort of an interesting story. It came out in the mid-80s. Oh. It was unlicensed. And oh. the, the Parker Brothers people just mm. swooped down like oh, the wrath of <laughs> God on these people. <laughs> but you can still find copies for sale, vintage copies, online. So wow. Well... I was just, did you guys see the meme? Uh, it was like corporations during the rest of the year. And it's just like a stock shot of a beautiful woman. And then mm -hmm. it's corporations during pride month. And she's got like rainbow colored clown makeup on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Trevor, <laughs> this is it. Yeah. It's pressure's on. It's in person. Hold on. Do I have a drum roll in here? I'm not going to bother. No. I don't want to no, screw um, <laughs> You know the sting you need to play before he does this. Uh, this a watch? No. Which one? The normal one? The one know. you keep going to by accident all oh. the time. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, you can tell us what button Michael's supposed to hit. <laughs> Push Michael's uh, buttons. <laughs> at the following places. We're on Instagram and Twitter as at Big Fat Gay Pod. We're on Facebook as the Big Fat Gay Podcast. Leave us five stars there. Leave us five stars on Apple. Um, I don't think we've gotten a, a review in a while, so give us... Apparently, you can rate us on Podchaser as well. We just got a couple reviews on there. Ooh, I and didn't know pod, that was a thing. Podchaser. Huh. Is Not that a, Stitcher. Podchaser. Is that a Chub Chaser event? I or a Star were. Wars metaphor? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. You can <laughs> see the articles we mentioned at www.bigfatgaypod.com. Um, yeah, we're back in person again. Maybe you're listening <laughs> as you're preparing... <laughs> To go down the ultimate slip and slide. Um, oh, but Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. <laughs> but uh, you you ate us one of those sandwiches that gave people parasites. So watch out. I thought you were going to say that at the top of the slide you see Michael. <laughs> Play us out, Michael. We'll be back next week. Woo!